Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, the price of podcasting. I was approached by a new website which made itself look like a podcast directory, and actually it turned out to be a website where podcasters can get connected with advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know how this Short Funk is going to go, I don't even know what I can recommend. The numbers that they were referring to were by far the lowest advertising numbers I've ever seen with regards to podcasts, and clearly were not particularly inspirational. Their highest price per thousand was $30 per thousand listeners for an ad. So clearly this is some kind of site that was set up by some folk that don't really understand podcasting, but look like a fast money-making method for them. And no doubt they're going to take 20% of what the advertiser pays the podcast, and maybe they might make some money through this in a short period of time at least. Really, really disheartening. Just the whole nature of monetizing podcasts and the perspective that this is just the way that you can quit your day job. Clearly the wrong message. And having seen the site, and it gathers small statistics like, you know, what your highest rating has been in iTunes and, you know, all that kind of good stuff, how frequently you do podcasts, this kind of stuff. I thought there's absolutely no benefit in this website. It's just created a series of segments which could potentially be a way that listeners could get to podcasts, but actually... It's really just a brokering website masquerading as a podcast directory. So in light of this, I signed up my three podcasts just through the general click-through, so at least I can have some ownership of the podcast and some of the strange folk isn't selling the short funk podcast for $50 a day to some poor advertiser. Now I've held my intellectual property through that, I don't think I'm going to be hearing anything more from this website aside from no doubt constant posts associated with how I need to actually monetize this thing and if i was spending more time on their website i'd be earning way more money one thing that did come through that does actually interest me is associated with the itunes ratings about five or six years ago i worked with a podcast to raise its podcast standing considerably in particular to get it into like you know the top 10 or top five of their particular genre on a number of podcast directory websites there were a number of podcast directory websites back then and through all of this, I created quite a, you know, easygoing way of actually marketing things, which I didn't necessarily use with regards to Model Rail Radio. But the same kind of thing could be used for all my podcasts to at least improve them in the iTunes ratings. The iTunes ratings are rather funny. They're kind of created at arm's length. There's never any real description associated with how the iTunes ratings occur. And my great frustration associated with the iTunes ratings is that they continue to promote podcasts that died a slow death in about 2009. When I go to the iTunes podcast directory, I'm constantly stunned with these podcasts that are, you know, six years old that are still in their ratings. And I guess the algorithm that they created in order to enable people to connect to podcasts probably hasn't been updated in the recent past. When I talk to folks about YouTube, I lament greatly that the podcast directory of choice, iTunes, could be doing a lot more to promote podcasts and get new and happening podcasts into folks' hands. But sadly, much like this new Connect Podcasts with Sponsors website, the iTunes thing is just something that we're going to have to live with as a format. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.